The military-industrial complex doesn't care about us. We need to stop sending our children to war and dying for the bankers and elites. The medical-industrial complex does not care about us. They need us sick and weak, so we can be patients for life. Stop taking their poison. The education system is merely an indoctrination program designed to supply the elites with obedient workers and turn over as much profit as possible at our expense. Let's turn off the television, put down the phone. Let's take our country back. Thanks for being one of us. You are listening to the Conspiracy Soldiers Podcast. Alright, what's up ladies and germs? Welcome back to the show. What's up, Julio? What up, Fox? Good morning. Yeah, it's uh, March 3rd, 2024. 4.30 a.m. Got off early, huh? Yeah, had the pleasure of having uh, good help today. Two people at closing, so got out on time, actually. That's really what happened. Yeah, I, I got, got off early. I I got up before my alarm went off, so I seen you that you texted me. So that's cool. Yeah, it all works it. out. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, so uh, I meant to ask you last week what happened with the uh, green, the green screen. You said you were going to start <laughs> using that. Uh well, so okay, so let's let's recap. So last week I wasn't on the show on the podcast. And you did a solo episode. Oh, that's right, yeah. And it was because uh, it was the day after the quinceanera, and I had met up with, um, well, I had friends that flew in from out of town or drove in from out of town, and uh, we met up for breakfast the next morning, and so we couldn't do the episode. Right. Um, so so we came home that night, and uh, we didn't get home till like 1 o'clock in the morning. Because we had to clean the hall, yeah, tear everything down. That. Like that archway, everybody walked through when they walked in. Yeah, I had to. I had to build that that day and and tear it down that day. Huh. So, <laughs> yeah, I was, came home exhausted. Yeah, that was a good party. Yeah, it, it got off the hook, man. It, it got it got nice and wild later. Despite the fact that there, it was no alcohol and it was it was just the kids, <laughs> but it was a good time. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I, I I'm glad that she had a good turnout in terms of like her friends because it would have like killed me to throw this party and have like no friends show up. Yeah, you know, or, yeah. or see them be unhappy or not like the food. But they they had a great time. I even had um, I even had some of the boys that she that she invited like. Uh, this boy came with two of his buddies and at the end of the night I'm in the kitchen like cleaning up and everything and they come and make a beeline directly to me and all they came to say was thank you for having us you know and they shook my hand they said it was a great time and that they were lucky to be here you know thank you Mr. Martinez I was like what the hell (laughs) (laughs) you know but so I mean I kind of felt good that she kind of has a you know, maybe an, an eye for, for boys like that. You know, yeah, that's from good. good families with good values. Uh, that made me feel really good. But, uh, but yeah, it was a great time. So that green screen is currently in one of our extra spare bedrooms right now. Just kind of chilling, dude. We haven't touched any of the quinceanera stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that dress, like what, like 
almost two thousand dollars. It's just thrown in a bag. Oh well. I mean, so that's the uh, that's the screen that the by the DJ that w- you're showing the pictures on and stuff. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Minus the minus the lights. Right. Right. So all <coughs> so so it's just like the structure, and then I just got to throw like a like a green cloth. Okay. And put it behind my computer or behind my chair. Why? What do you want to do? Is it like stage like an alien invasion? No, I thought you said you were going to put it behind you for the show or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I was just... It's a coming attraction. (laughs) Dude, dude, it was incredible that nobody nobody saw you at the quinceanera. What do you mean? Like, I mean, I, I, I said, hey, Fox is here. And nobody got a chance to really see you. Like, you were, like, incognito. That's how I do it. I know. <laughs> well, I talked to, I talked to uh, Lily. I mean, that's that's yeah. what I, that's the whole point. But, <laughs> you know. Who, who else? I mean, who was there that wouldn't know me anyway? Sean. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah. would have talked to Sean. Uh, and then uh, we didn't talk to my my friend who's married to the NASA. The oh NASA shit! Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, you uh, left too quick, man. Well, when there's no booze, I don't stick around. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I was like, yeah. I told my wife. I told my wife, I'm like. Cause you know we had to pick, we had to take my daughter to her dance, and so yeah. I said, uh, "Well, all right, you ready to go?" And she's like, "What? What? You want to leave already? What? Do you want to drink?" I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, nah, we did have to take her to the dance though, <laughs> and I and I had to go along so. It was a whole ordeal, man. It was like eight o'clock, eight, eight thirty, nine o'clock before I got settled down. Damn, it's a long time without a beer. Well, shit, you went until what? One o'clock? Yeah, man. I was proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, I got a clip. <clears throat> Enough small talk. All right. And this is a this is that Billy Carson dude from Forbidden Knowledge. And you know what, man? Like sometimes I think he's like <clears throat> he talks so much shit about God and everything. He kind of irritates me. But this has nothing to do with that. It's like uh, anti-government. It was a damn. It was. It's a damn good idea, man. What he's talking about. So here, everybody, check this out. There's 190 million Americans. You hear it, right? Imagine if, now out yeah. of that, all of them don't have jobs, right? Let's just say 
90 million working American Americans that are actually on the streets, free to move around. Let's just say out of the 90 million, 40 million say, you know what, we're not going to pay the mortgage payments and the taxes anymore. Matter of fact, we've been we've been collaborating and we're going to we've saved up for a month or two. We don't need any gas or food for a month or two. So we're not even going to go shopping. We're not going to get on public transportation. We're not going to use our cars. We're done. We're going to take two months off. You know that thing you did to us with the global pandemic when you shut everything off? Well, we're going <laughs> to shut everything off now, except we won't turn it back on until you negotiate a better deal with us because you work for us we don't work for you you are our servants that's what the government is your servants but you got it where they're telling you everything you can and can't do and you're afraid of them what if we turned off the planet collectively and said you know what we're done talk to us when you uh send a representative that we approve of and we'll start the negotiation process on how we might turn things back on when we're ready under the right conditions suitable for us and watch them start shaking in their pants. Watch these elites start panicking when the cash flow stops moving. I guarantee you one month of no revenue moving through this country and everybody going to request their money out of the banks will shut down everything. And then you say, you want us to turn back on? Are you going to erase all the debt mortgage payments down to zero? I want... But that takes courage. That takes unity. That takes collaboration. And that takes planning. There's 190 million Americans. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm. I, I don't know. Like, I I subscribe to that. Honestly, I I do things in private that, honestly, are just stick it to the man kind of things. Yeah. Um. Uh, I try to get away with as much of that as possible. And honestly, like I I do believe that that like that sounds amazing. But yeah. but like he said, it takes it takes courage. It takes being brave. And uh, some people just, they don't have it. Yeah, well, we can start it right here. We got a podcast, so we're going to start working on that. Oh, I got a web, we got a website now. What? I had to start, when I, when I paid for the, uh, when I upgraded the Google Meet. Oh, yeah. I was, we were going to start doing videos and uh that didn't work out not yet so i upgrade i had to upgrade the google meet app now it's google workspace because i had to uh pay for it but when you pay for it they kind of somehow they made me pay for a website it's like 12 bucks a year or some shit so now we got like conspiracysoldiers.com it has nothing on it yet because i don't know what the fuck to do with it but Anyway, yeah. But yeah, man, we we got to start working on something about that. <clears throat> That's a damn good idea. I I I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get into what I what I do on my own that kind of deals with this subject um on the air, but it's been going on for close to a decade and I haven't had any repercussions, and honestly, it's been one of the best things I ever did because I'm not giving them anything that doesn't belong to them. I'm not, I'm not being a servant to them, and uh, it, at least in this way, and uh, I kind of like it. <laughs> well, I told you about the dude from Canada that refused to file any tax paperwork. I mean, you can do it. You can do it that way, 
Or you can just not file taxes and claims, claim like fucking 60 pendants every week. Because <laughs> <laughs> they won't take out any federal for that. Yeah, you, I, I think you got to like find the right balance of like floating under the radar. Right, yeah. Yeah. But there's there's people that are doing that now that are still walking walking the streets. Just saying. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe I should crank it up to 11. There's millionaires that do that. They, that remember when they hired all these, uh, what, 80,000 IRS agents and started, uh, now they're allowed to, to carry sidearms and shit. IRS agents. You didn't hear about Damn. that? No. Yeah. Well, you knew wow. about you knew about how they hired the they had the big hiring thing with the IRS about a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. So they now they're allowed to carry sidearms and shit. Like. It's wild. Yeah, that's some bullshit. They better not come here. Yeah. So okay. So <laughs> so they're taking guns away from citizens and giving them to tax collectors right. that didn't have that privilege before. I mean, doesn't that just kind of like just tell the whole story right there? Right. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't Jesus have an issue with the tax collector? Yeah, he fucking flipped tables and shit. It, was that the At tax the collector or was it something else? Uh, it, it dealt with, no, I don't know. Maybe I'm blurring two stories. Right. Uh, I'm gonna pause. Oh, no, that... Go ahead. Go ahead. What was it? Wasn't that the uh, the the camel story? That it's easier for. It's easier for, to fit a camel through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. Yeah. Ah, that's I not really that was... nothing. That doesn't have nothing to do with the tax man. Well, here. It's time for me to get another beer. I see you got a 40, but I don't. I got to get another uh, 12 ounce. <laughs> All right, we're back. Got my beer. Nice. Yeah, man, that Billy Carson. Sometimes when he starts talking shit about, like, God and shit, I'm like, man, this dude is kind of like, I don't know if this motherfucker's possessed or not, but that video right there, I mean, I'm all in on that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, people are afraid to take, like, leaps of faith. I I mean, I I guess that's just a natural human tendency. But, I mean, I don't know. I I think the payoff is worth it. And it'd it'd be amazing. Just like you said, he broke it down. We're the majority. Why do we live under the thumb of, of their minority status? You know what I mean? Right. Like, like there's there's less elites than us. Yeah. But, I mean, technically, they run the military and all the fucking jets and tanks and all that shit. It's like... lose some to gain some. It's like, it's like Biden said when he was talking about taking away, <laughs> taking away guns... He goes, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to take on a fighter jet, or some shit like that. 
You know what I mean? Like, he's fucking retarded anyway, but. I mean, are, are we that expendable that they can afford to not have a population to, you know, to get money from? I don't know. Like, if they kill us all, well, what, what are they going to I don't know. They're not trying to kill us all, but they're definitely trying to depopulize for sure. That's what definitely. Bill Gates is all about. Mm-hmm. And his dad was all about that. He was a big part of Planned Parenthood. I mean, that all started with black people, basically, because all the Planned Parenthoods are in, like, black neighborhoods and shit back in the day. But, I mean, it, now it's come down to just get rid of the, all the people that aren't super wealthy. That's how it feels anyway. All right, what do you got? I see you pull something up. How do you know? I can see the reflection. I can see the reflection on your glasses. Huh? I knew you were going to say that. Uh, I'm not as stupid as I sound. I don't know. I have a. I have a lot of like. I'm trying to find something along the the subject that you're talking about. You mean um, Billy was talking about? Yeah, because I know I also came across something. Across something similar to depopulate, you know, depopulating. Well, did you um, li- have you listened to that episode I did back in the day with the uh, conspiracy pastor? Possibly. Well, anyway, what was he? I forget what me and him were talking about, but he also, he also was into some shit about not paying taxes. So I should have him back on. I'm going to see. I'm going to get, I'm going to email him. But he was just getting started on it when I talked to him. But I think I rubbed him the wrong way because I, I kept pushing like, man, why do they call this guy Jesus if his name was Yeshua? And, you know, he was, I think, you know, he's a, like a pastor pastor. So I don't know. I don't know if he'd want to come back on. It'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, I can't find what I'm looking for, what I thought I was looking for. Unfortunately. Um, all right, but you know what? Here, I I think this this one actually uh, speaks of why we should all unite. Hold on. Um, this is from the show Family Matters. Urkel back in the day. Carl and Urkel. Yeah. Carl Winslow. But uh, but check out what he says, and I mean, this is so applicable, especially when. Like, you have a daughter similar to, you know, an age to mine and everything. You know, you're thinking about college and everything. But this is interesting about how, like, they control us. My daughter has been accepted to Harvard University. Laura? Mm-hmm. That little girl that used to sit on my desk while I made her out a pretend check for a million dollars? Right. That's right. <laughs> now I need a real one. <laughs> so how much you looking to borrow, Carl? Well, Phil, I need $20,000. Actually, I need 20000 a year for the next four years. Well, you've always been a good credit risk. Let's see what we can do. Hmm. Got a good home or a bad home? Just a preliminary hmm. <laughs> Let's see. 
Okay, two years ago, you took out a second on your home. Oh, that was for Eddie's tuition. And you still have your mortgage. That pesky little thing. You got a good credit line, some savings, but not enough collateral. Well, how about if I put up Harriet? Hey, I'm sorry, Carl. Look, I may be able to talk to the bank into loaning you a couple of thousand. Oh, gee, Phil, that's not nearly enough. What about financial aid from the university? Well, Phil, we, we checked into that. The irony here is that... We make too much money to qualify for financial aid. Yeah, and you don't make enough for this bank loan. I don't believe this. I'm really sorry, Carl. I wish there was something I could do. Yeah, so do I. <sighs> My daughter's been accepted to one of the finest schools in this country. Now I have to tell her that she won't be able to go. Huh. Did you try playing that, lat like, when we were trying out the videos? I think so. Yeah. Did I play the Dr. Phil one then, too? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to play that again. I love that shit. Yeah, yeah that was good. Uh, but but isn't that crazy? Like, so you... Yeah, you're st he's stuck in the middle. Time. He's stuck in the middle. I know. He makes too much, but he doesn't have enough money to do what he wants to do for his daughter. That's how they like it. How many... That's how they like how many, it. Yeah, that's where I'm at. You know how many of us are in that exact same spot, and like, what are we doing? For, what are we doing about it? Nothing. Yeah. All right. So my my youngest is getting ready to graduate high school, and then we went out to eat a couple weeks ago with my twenty three year old, and so we were talking about the youngest going to college, and then I asked the twenty three year old. Now she's in graduate school now. And I said, we were talking about the, the same issue that Carl was talking to the bank dude about. And I said, I mean, I can afford it, but you always want to try to make, get shortcuts and shit like that. And so I asked my 23-year-old, I said, hey, did you even tell them that you were Asian and try to get like some kind of discount and she's like, you make too much money, Dad. I'm like, I don't know. I thought Asians just automatically got like a pass or something. You know what I mean? She's like, no, you make too much money. So that was the first place <laughs> my mind went. <laughs> but, I mean, if, if it's there, you should use it, right? But they wouldn't let them. I get it. Yeah. Does uh does she speak um the same language as mom? No, no, no. Okay. Now my wife, I remember when I used to. So they'll have like, like when my twenty three year old was born. It was that she was a, my wife's first daughter. So it's, there was a big party and shit, and I was the only one at the whole place that spoke English, and nobody else was oh, speaking. Wow. Yeah. It was like, so I didn't have a good time because uh, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't understand nobody. But, nah, she don't, at the house, she don't, no, no I mean, the grandmother, like, she'll bring friends over and they speak Thai and stuff, but my wife doesn't. Okay. 
Matter of fact, they went to the casino yesterday. Yeah. My, my wife took took her mom to the casino. She loves it up there, man. We've been up. We rarely go to the casino, and the few times that we've been there, like I would say, half the time we run into her mom, and she lives like an <laughs> hour away. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They love it up there. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go up there to see uh, some of their free concerts. The casino? Yeah. I didn't know they had they concerts like, up there. Yeah, they'll have like uh, like cover bands of like Led Zeppelin, uh, George Thurgood. Uh, speaking of that, like, whatever happened with you and your... Uh, so you went to the audition and then they had you come back up and play? They, they You just never heard back or what? No, remember, I didn't go to the audition. Right, the right. The incident it was still too fresh. Oh, yeah. No, but then we met up and, and uh, just jammed out. So they got and somebody so else was, or what? No, that was the week before the quinceanera. Then the quinceanera weekend happened. I mean, I didn't really recover from the quinceanera until, like, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so, well, I don't know. Now I'm now that I got, like, a little bit of free time, I can do something. But... I'm going to be going out of town to Philadelphia here in a, like a week or two. So that'll, I don't know, that's going to affect my timing. But my drum kit is over there. And I noticed ever since I left my drum kit over there, my anxiety has been like higher. Huh. So like, so I mean, it, it's, it's a, the drum kit is a form of like self-expression it's a form of like letting out anger or sadness or happiness, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, without it in my house, like it, I miss it. <laughs> I mean, and, and the thing is, thing is, like I have other equipment here that I that I have set up, but it's not the one that I left behind. Because the day that I went to play over there, like it was like ten o'clock before we left, and I was tired as shit. Lily was tired. We didn't really want to load it up and then have to unload it the same night. So they were nice about it and let me leave it up there. Where's that at? Adrian. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, you know, 30 to 45 minute drive. Yeah. Yeah, that that so, drive to Philly sucks, man. I've been up there uh I fought up there twice at the Blue Horizon. So have, the Blue Horizon used to be like a super popular venue for boxing. Like, uh, I think, I want to say, downstairs is like a boxing museum, and then upstairs is the arena. Like, like Joe Frazier fought there. Uh, everybody used to fight there back in the day. Let me look it up. I can't remember. I'm not fuck. I'm not. I ain't got time. But I fought there. I fought there back in. So supposedly we got fight of the year in the for the museum. I fought this dude from Sweden named Robert Nordman. I fought him twice. Yeah. But I met uh, Tex Cobb that night. That mm. you know who I am to who I'm talking about. I think so. I've heard the name. I think we might. Did we talk about it on the show? 
He's the dude on uh, Raising Arizona that rode the motorcycle and he was chasing him. No? I don't even know what Raising Arizona is. But coincidentally, I... Dolph, Dolph Lugren is Swedish. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, boy. This dude didn't look nothing like Dolph Lundgren. I hate to disappoint you. It's been a minute since we talked about him or brought him on the show. (laughs) I won the fight, but they ripped me off. That's what Tex Cobb came over to tell me. It was funny because I I didn't recognize him. He's, He's not... He, he was a boxer, a kickboxer, and he also played in the NFL, and then he became an actor. And he came wow. up to me. He came up to me and said, you won that fight. And uh, he was just looking at me funny, right? And, and I shook his hand. I said, thanks, man. I know. And then later on, and he also, he used to have like a handlebar mustache all the time. Well, he didn't have it anymore, right? And uh, so then like at intermission, they called him up into the ring. And I told my trainer, I'm like, oh, shit. He came up to me. I didn't recognize him. And he goes, come on, let's go talk to him. So after he got after he got introduced and everything, came down. And he's like... Uh, I don't want to say he's ugly, but he's been through a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was a boxer, kickboxer, NFL. He's got one of them faces that you can tell he's been through some shit. So, uh, me and my trainer go over there, and he go, and uh, my trainer, Doyle, he goes, Hey, hey, uh, Mr. Cobb, he said, uh, how you doing? And then I, I, I said, look, I didn't recognize you, man. I said, uh, I appreciate you coming up and talking to me. He goes, yeah, I understand you didn't recognize me. We can't keep our good looks forever. <laughs> the joke is that he's an ugly man. He's not an ugly man, but I don't know. He's just weird looking. Like, did you ever see the golden child? No. Never mind. It's a, I mean he was in he was in Ace Ventura he was in a lot of shit but he's just he's just a strange looking dude like he's got like a, a stepbrother's type of afro he's a white dude it? what was the name again Tex Cobb Randall Tex Cobb oh okay I know who you're talking about yeah. So you so when you see what I'm saying, he said, "Yeah, we can't keep our good looks forever." Yeah, he's got a very square face, a very wide nose. He looks like a caveman. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's oh, not yeah, a that's, that's not an insult. Yeah, cave. There's nothing wrong with being a caveman. Eat, fuck, kill. He's definitely very. <laughs> he's very. Ne- he's very Neanderthal. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. These but, beers, uh, these beers are going down good. I might have to go get another one. Yeah, uh, I'm glad so you got off early. Me too. Are you presenting post- something? I'm trying to get a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick, look, I put the uh, on my Facebook. 
how to call into the show. I wonder if anybody will. Wow. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm going to wake up Lily, tell her to call in. You never know. Hold on, man. I'm going to take another beer run. All right, we're back. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah. Now, when you told me that you were getting, wouldn't get off till like five in the morning, I was asking myself, am I going to be drinking beer or coffee? These beers are going down damn good. Jesus. I got a lot of shit to do today, too. That's all right. I'll go to bed. I'll I'll get about three hours of sleep and I'll be, I'll be good. Yeah. I got to go get flooring, flooring and shit. I got to refloor the living room and the hallway. Oh, my God. No, no, I don't have to do that tomorrow. But we got to go. She wants to go looking at it, probably buy it. Okay. I got my new, uh, I got my new tires. Jesus Christ. On your, on your truck? Well, yeah, I had, uh, all right. So not last Thanksgiving, but the Thanksgiving before. So I've been running on a spare tire for like a fucking year and a half. (laughs) My 23-year-old, she was working at a bar, and uh, something happened to her car, and she had to borrow my truck, right? And it was the night before Thanksgiving, so I had a bunch of cooking to do and all that shit, and uh, she calls me when she gets off of work, and she's like, your truck's, you got a flat tire, and I'm like, Cause I was working the Friday after Thanksgiving, cause it's triple time, so I had to get that motherfucker fixed. And I'm like, "What? When did you find out the tire was flat?" Cause she was leaving, she got a ride home. She just left it on me. I was pissed. I had to go wait on the fucking tow truck for like two hours. But anyway, the whole point is, my spare tire was a Goodyear. And I was, and I had a uh, wild countries on on my truck, which are the big knobby motherfuckers, but they're cheap as fuck, right? So she, I got a thing where I can air up the tires. It wasn't it wasn't having it, so I had to call a tow truck. But uh, she wound up cracking the rim somehow, so it wouldn't take air. But anyway, I got it towed home. I got the spare tire put on it. Well, I ran on that fucking spare tire for a year and a half. Well, I had to, I went on Craigslist and bought these black rims. They're sharp as fuck. But I've had them in the back of my truck forever. And uh, dude at work, my boy Gene, he, he convinced me to make an appointment yesterday. And uh, because I was like, we were talking about it. He goes, man, just call up and make an appointment. And I was trying to get one for Sunday morning, and I'm like, fuck, they're closed on Sunday. He's like, just make one for today. And I'm like, so I called, and it said, what I thought, what I heard was you get a 30% discount if you, if you, uh, 
do it on the internet, right? And so I'm, I hung up. I'm like, shit. I ain't even calling. I said, you get a 30% discount. What they said was you get a 30% less wait time. <laughs> so I got there and I'm like, hey. I said, yeah, I booked online, man. I said, uh, I get a 30% discount. What? And he looked at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so he, he goes, oh, I know what you're talking about. And then he showed me the pamphlet and said 30% wait time. And I'm like. <laughs> man give me some kind of discount shit and he started looking it up he, he tried to find me a discount man it was expensive as fuck i wound up they didn't have wild countries i wound up wound up getting coopers and but they're i do they're so fucking quiet like nice. my them big knobby motherfuckers that i had yeah they were noisy but these these uh coopers are big and knobby too they're just designed different and uh you saying Cooper reminded me that Cooper was outside. Cooper the pooper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but my truck looks sharp, man. I'm I'm I was thinking about uh getting another truck, man. I'm now I'm good for another five years. <laughs> Just from the tires and the ribs. Yeah, man, that motherfucker looks badass. <laughs> All right. I'm going to play that Dr. Phil clip now. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, most of these people that listen to this show probably heard it by now. If yeah. you're if you're conservative. I just love the way he roasted fucking uh, Whoopi Goldberg. She's yeah. a... I don't know I what the it. fuck that is. She looks like some kind of creature off of Star Wars. Let's hear it. <laughs> And COVID hits 10 years later, and the same agencies that knew that are the agencies that shut down the schools for two years. Who does that? Who takes away the support system for these children? Who takes them away and shuts it down? And by the way, when they shut it down, they stopped the mandated reporters from being able to see children that were being abused and sexually molested and in fact sent them home and abandoned them to their abusers with no way to watch and referrals dropped 50 to 60 percent so, yeah. yeah, they, they were trying to save they were trying to save kids well. lives remember we know a lot of folks who died during this so it wasn't people weren't laying Not around eating children. bond but well you know what we're lucky maybe we're lucky they didn't because we kept them out of the 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 places that they could be safe because no one wanted to believe we had an issue. Are you saying no school children died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group. They were the less vulnerable group and they suffered and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. And <clears throat> yeah, I agree with him, man. And you that know last what? Last line that that's not an opinion that that's a fact is my favorite line. I owe Doctor Phil an apology because I was talking shit about him when uh, what we show that did we show that clip where he, uh, the bum fights dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just talking shit about him because I thought he was like a. I just assumed he was a bitch, but he's not. 
So sorry, Dr. No. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I like what he had to say, man. Shit. I've always found that he's kind of been like, kind of like willing to meet in the middle. Like, you know, he has to conform to running a, you know, a TV show. But the way he runs it is kind of like very middle ground. Like he had an episode. I think we we talked about it and played the clip in one of the previous episodes about pronouns. And he asked, like, how do how do you expect people to know all of these? Right. Yeah. You know, like X, X. Yeah. Like, you know, like I thought that that was a very good way of approaching the subject and opening up a conversation. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I really did. I you're right. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg does look like something out of like Star Wars. Yeah, like some sort of creature. And yeah. uh, like, you know, Doctor Phil held his ground. He really provided facts, not opinions. Yeah, man. I'm sorry, Doctor Phil. Sorry for talking shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Doctor Phil. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, <clears throat> I was thinking of something and, I, and it slipped out of my fucking mind. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, you want to go back? You want to go back to Lahaina? What's going on there? Uh, well, not really Lahaina, but the same shit. You know, like like uh, high energy weapons, lasers from the sky. Check this shit out. Street. What the fuck is oh. that, dude? What? That's it. Explosion. Well, nobody can see that. <clears throat> is there audio? So that that's like a green laser. Yeah, I've seen that. During a thunderstorm. And uh they actually showed two diff like a couple different clips of different locations showing the same thing. Huh. I don't know what to say about that. Neither do I. Neither do I. I'm just <clears throat> kind of, you know, like bringing something up like I, I think that they they do use this stuff. I mean, they use it to control the weather. Oh yeah, but like like they're not dispersing like chemicals per se anymore to cloud seed. They are actually using like lasers and energy waves. Oh man! Every time it's nice out and I go out and sit in the driveway, I get pissed because you start Why? seeing these fucking lines. In the sky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people people fail to be able to distinguish, like, a, like even Lily, school her a little bit, that there are cross trails and that there are chemtrails. Two different things. Cross trails happen naturally, atmospheric reactions to the engine's propulsion system, yeah. uh, steam or whatever, you know, whatever. They dissipate very quickly. Yeah, from the, the distance, trails. from the distance we're watching, it, it'll look like about 
maybe after a foot they go away. Mm-hmm. But what? And go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. But the the chemtrails they last forever, and they dissipate because it's kind of like an aerosol. Yeah, that they're trying yeah. to spray in in, in in the atmosphere. And, and check this out: it's never above the clouds, where cloud seeding should be occurring, right? Right. It's always below the clouds. Yeah. So, you know. And if you Google this shit, not Google, nobody you nobody that listens to this show should be using Google. You should be using Brave Browser because Google will tell you the opposite of what you're looking for. Like if you Google uh, chemtrails or even if you look it up on Brave Browser, chemtrails, they're going to give you a bunch of fucking conspiracy theorists, tinfoil hat shit. But if you Google geothermal engineering, now they're going to tell you what the fuck's really going on. And they will literally break down what they're doing. And it happens every day, and it's it's not a fucking conspiracy at all. You just got to know how to how to articulate it when you're when you're searching for it. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah, have, have you heard that they that they sprayed this stuff to keep us docile? Oh God, there's probably a lot of reasons they do it. I don't know what. <laughs> so that we don't rise up. I don't know like about that. Chemicals just to keep us a little bit more balanced. Well, I'm outside all the time, out. and I still want to rise up, so it's not working on me. <laughs> you're not doing it though huh but you're not i don't know i think it does something it keeps us like we still think about it but we never act upon it yeah i don't know there's something inside of us that i don't know man i know it all comes back to to shit that's in the bible it's all it's all a spiritual warfare type of thing, you know? And that brings me to another point. I was I was reading something about, all right, so Nephilim can't swim? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm asking. So Nephilim can't swim? Uh, I don't know. All right, so the, when... Back in Genesis, when all this stuff happened, right? They started fucking banging the human women. The, the fallen angels started banging the, the human women. But they weren't only banging the human women. They were banging animals and shit. That's where, like, Bigfoot comes from, uh, Dog Man, all that type of shit, right? Because they're half... They're half whatever and half angel, right? Okay. So you're telling me, I don't know what they fucked to make Bigfoot. Maybe like an ape. I don't know. (laughs) But when they fucked humans, 
supposedly the offspring were like giants, but they look like humans. I don't know what the fuck they look like. So if they fucked something and made a big, and they were making hybrids like, uh, uh, I can't, I don't know, dragons, uh, I don't know what what the, <clears throat> but anyway, why didn't they fuck anything that's in the water? Because there's a lot, a lot of weird shit in the sea, right? Like a lot of people think octopus are like aliens. But when people say aliens, first thing I think of is, it's not really... I don't go into like the UFO and type of shit. I'm thinking like supernatural, like no angels or fallen angels or something like that. So I'm just, I've never heard anybody talk about that. And it, it just makes me curious. Like if, if they're, if, if the Nephilim were, Half angel, half man. You tell me they can't swim? It's just a weird... I don't know. What Wasn't the flood also sent in to kind of get rid of the Nephilim? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. That was the whole point of it. Yeah. Because they were fucking okay. everything. And, and then they, they were so big, supposedly, that they ran out of shit to eat. So they started eating people. I don't know. So Goliath might have been a Nephilim. He was. And so was uh, Nimrod. I think Nimrod was what brought on the flood, am I right? Because they were trying to build... They were trying to build the Tower of Babel to... um, They're actually trying to reach up into heaven. And when when I say the Tower of Babel... I think it was like a pyramid or something. Because back in the back in those days they were actually smarter than us. And they had more technology. They didn't have all the bullshit in their food and water. And their third eye was open and they were able to figure shit out a lot better than we can. Alright, what are you looking at? I see your computer and your glasses. <laughs> so I saw you pull up something about Bukele the other day. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, you you heard about it. You heard it. he speaks pretty good English. Yeah, he does. Unlike Melier, Melier <laughs> needs a translator. Yeah, but, but he's got uh, some yeah, good he, ideas too. They both do. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, he kind of just talks shit about George Soros and the New World Order. And how, I know. Yeah, like, I, don't, it, was, it was just epic. I know. But don't play a clip because that fucking speech is like a half hour. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I tried hour. to find, like, highlights, but I couldn't find anything. So, you know what I mean? Like, we can't play a fucking 30-minute clip. Yeah, no, for sure. People love Bukele, uh, but they're okay. I'm gonna but, play. Um, go ahead. Well, I was gonna play a clip, but what were you about to say? 
I was going to play a clip. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So I've been kind of, you know how you you uh, you got those encyclopedia, the encyclopedia thing? Yeah. So have you ever heard of, a, of them altering the, uh, the, the map of the earth? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Fit, like, like the country sizes are different. Have you ever seen like have you ever seen the United Nations uh logo? Yeah. It's a fucking flat earth. Yeah. But uh but so this video kind of shows that this is the world map. And this is wrong. What if I told you that from here to here it's 6400 kilometers, but from here to here which only looks like half the size is 7,200. The continent of Africa has been shown smaller than it actually is. What if I told you that Greenland was only this size? Or Russia was this size? Or the US and Canada were much smaller? You know what? This is the real map. Look at Sweden, Finland, and Norway. They're much smaller now. Or Greenland is tiny. Maybe is the world map and yeah, this I, I is wrong i don't know why it cuts off like that at the end but i've heard a i've heard something that that talks about how you know how the uh, catholic church was always involved in cartography yeah and and you know like record keeping and shit that they made countries that did not accept christianity smaller to make them look less less important to have less significance and they made the countries that accepted Christianity look a lot bigger yeah I believe that fucking yeah. dirty ass motherfuckers I know <laughs> I know they, they've been altering his, they've been controlling history not altering it I mean they alter it but controlling uh, so much of what is put out and it's it's they hide behind this veil I, I don't know i you know like we all we often talk about you know like these uh organizations uh secret groups or whatever you know like the people that you and i know are the good guys you know they're the ones trying to actually make a difference it's really the ones at the top you know that you don't never that you will never meet that are really the dark ones right yeah that's the way yeah. it goes man uh, all right, I'm gonna play another clip. Open the champagne, Rand Paul. The, cork. the Senate Democrat leader and the Republican leader are on the way to Kiev. They've got sixty billion dollars they're bringing. I don't know if it'll be cash in pallets, but they're taking your money to Kiev. Now, they didn't have much time, really no time and no money to do anything about our border. We're being invaded. A literal invasion's coming across our border. 800,000 people came illegally in the last month. And all they had time to do in the Senate was get the money, get the cash pallets, load the planes, get the champagne ready, and fly to Kiev. On Friday, they will take the $60 billion to Kiev crack the champagne, and meanwhile, each day, between five to 10,000 people come across the border illegally. 
Now, they put up a sham bill, and they said, you should have taken the sham bill. You should have taken the ruse. We gave you a border bill. But the border bill would allow 5,000 people a day to come across, and then they would declare an emergency. Guess what? The emergency's already here. 700,000 people in two months is an emergency. Nearly 800,000 people in two months is an emergency. Open the champagne. I don't know. I like that guy. Yeah. I can't understand why. Uh, everything's got to be Democrat or Republican. You know what I mean? It's just fucking stupid. People are so brainwashed. Uh, but you know what? If he gets in, the money's going to get to him too. You know what I mean? That's just human nature. So it doesn't yeah. matter. It, we just need to do what Billy Carson said. <laughs> right? I agree. Let's unite and stop playing the fucking game. But you know what? It's hard for a lot of people. They're living paycheck to paycheck. You know what I mean? So to just stop participating for two months is not even on the board. You know? Yeah. So it's hard, man. Yeah, but, I get it. Yeah. But that's, that's where community... You know, comes into play. That's where taking care of each other comes into play. Yeah, but then when people try to, when people try to start a commune, that's when the fucking uh, they bring in tanks and shit. Happened with Jim (laughs) Jones, right? Yeah, I mean that's what happens. Yeah, in Waco. I mean, it happened more than once. Start the fire. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get one more beer. I got to get a beer. All right. I grabbed two beers this time. That's my last trip. That's, you know what? I'm 10 steps away from my fucking garage fridge and I grabbed two beers. I just didn't want to interrupt <laughs> the show anymore. That's how thoughtful I am. That's so thoughtful. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you ever wonder. Uh, like what were what were bed bugs doing before beds? I just like you know what I just seen a fucking meme about that today. <laughs> like, was that that was John Cena, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a fucking moron. You know that piece like, of shit. Is- you know that piece of shit learned fucking uh, to speak Chinese so he could apologize. I think so. I think I read something like that. Oh, I've seen the video. Huh. He's a real scumbag. He he. Uh, they made him put a dress on or a skirt. You ever oh. see that? <clears throat> was that during wrestling or a movie or what? Yeah, it was for a movie role. You know how you have to do certain things to get into Hollywood? Yeah, like uh, what do they call it? uh I can't remember the word. It's like a ritual. Uh, it's a ritual, but I can't think of the exact word. But yeah, Will Smith did it. Yeah. 
He went on he went on screen and said that his wife's banging everybody, but I'm but he's still with her. <coughs> how can you how can you lower yourself any further than that? Yeah, did you hear that she told or advised her daughter that 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 is an okay lifestyle? Man, if that isn't fucking demonic, I don't know what is. They're just trying to get rid of the nuclear family, man. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I it I think it the nuclear family definitely takes a shitload of work. And uh like the bread and circus, all the distractions, maybe all the chemicals, I don't know. Definitely definitely all the drugs that are available make make it make it more difficult like i think that it was a lot easier like in our grandparents time yeah probably i don't know i mean my okay, grandparents so used to go out. at it of course but like my grandpa in order for him to court my grandma he actually had to build like his house oh yeah you know what i mean like it wasn't buying a house was fucking building it. My grandpa used to work three jobs. He would uh he worked at Firestone, which was a a full time, probably overtime job. And then he did like cleaning at night, some kind of cleaning service, and then he would paint houses on the weekend. And he still found time to get fucked up every night. <laughs> <laughs> And somehow those those kind of men like had like seven children. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And had the mom and had and had the mom stay at home. Right. Exactly. And take care of everybody. They, she did, and they had like five kids. Yeah. It's like now, honestly, like it's hard with just one. You you can't afford it, but I mean. Yeah. You can't afford it's not that you can't afford it, you just uh you make too much to not get any help and you don't make enough to qualify, you know, for just for like, loans and shit. Yeah, just like we were saying, like Carl. <laughs> yeah, we're all fucking Carl Winslows. <laughs> Speaking of Carl, when's Carl coming on? Calling you out, Carl. I haven't heard from him. I know, but I know he's listening. We're gonna listen. Well, he texted me and said, because I was talking about him last week, he goes, I rewinded it. I didn't realize you were talking about me. I'm not nervous at all. I'm like, all right. I don't even know if I answered him. All right, here. It, this is a clip about, uh, it's, it's nothing to do with conspiracy, but I thought it was funny. It's a news lady. I don't hear anything. We need to acknowledge an unfortunate mistake that I made and one of the teases we bring to you before this program. While we were live just after 10 o'clock, I said a word that many people find offensive. I'm truly sorry. It was a mistake on my part, and I sincerely apologize. Yeah, that was that was underwhelming. I shouldn't have played it. <laughs> 
I do got a joke. I got a joke. You? Yeah. All right. How do you know if the pedophile is Jewish? How? He tries to sell the kids candy. Instead of giving it to them. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good one. Yeah, I know hey, you're yeah. not. I know you're not. We're not allowed to talk shit about Jews, but I do it anyway. Yeah. Fuck you. I got a joke. All right. Hey, you know, uh, my wife had a dream that I cheated on her. So I did, because I like to make my baby's dreams come true. <laughs> make her dreams come true. Uh, yeah, so... Uh... Julio got pissed because I did a show last week without him, and he told me he was starting his own podcast. <laughs> Soldado de conspiración. <laughs> did I say it right? Yeah, you did. That was good. I speak pretty good Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what are you looking at? <laughs> stupid shit. Huh? Just some stupid shit. All right. Well, we got a plug feed spot. It's been like a month now. What is it? Feed spot. What is that? <sighs> Remember? Uh, so if you guys want to. Oh, number, number 25? Yeah. If you guys want to, like, if you can't decide what to, like, if you're searching for other podcasts to listen to, go to uh, Feedspot. They got millions of downloads and every, you know, so they posted us on the top 100 conspiracy podcast for number 25, so... We just want to plug them in. Uh, it's basically our first sponsor. <laughs> besides, cool. besides the jokes that we made about Johnson and Johnson and uh, Lockheed Martin. But don't, if don't. you're out, Johnson and Johnson, Lockheed Martin, if you're out there, we will take your money because we don't like you, and then we'll talk shit about you. But I love the Blackbird. Sorry. <laughs> Is that Lockheed? Yeah. Okay, well. I told you yeah. I worked I worked on that uh I worked on their uh property. Nice. Did I tell you that? I don't think so. Well, it used to be the Goodyear Blimp hanger. But then Lockheed oh, okay. bar Lockheed bought it. And uh yeah, I worked there before I moved up here. Oh, out of in Akron? Akron. Area? Yeah, that's where the blimp yeah, hangs yeah. at. Yep. That was back when I worked in intelligence. We're not going to talk about that. Quite interesting. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that off the air. 
I actually applied for a job at Lockheed Martin. See, we did talk about that before because I've heard you say that, and you got <laughs> you got turned down, right? Uh, I never heard back, so yeah, pretty much. I'm too radical. Is that what they said, or you just assume that? I assume that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, you know, something I told Lily is uh, that she has to respect people to wear glasses. Those motherfuckers played a lot of money to see you. <laughs> okay. I'm uh, seeing you through, through like $300 glasses. I probably could use some glasses. I'm not going to lie. The, 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 these fucking books I bought, these, uh, dictionaries and encyclopedias from 1930, the print is so fucking small, I can't even see it. That's why we haven't talked about it. I was going to, I was, and you know, I don't go to big stores, so I was looking for, uh, magnifying glass at the dollar store they ain't got them so whatever lisa has a like a table lamp thing yeah with like a light have you seen it and it's got a magnifying glass uh she does it for like her diamond painting diamond painting yeah oh june my wife does uh crocheting too (laughs) yeah but no, I haven't seen. What's diamond painting? Uh, it's it's like creating a painting using like these little beads, these plastic beads that are different colors. Kind of cool. I mean, to her, it's relaxing. I I don't have the patience for it. No, definitely like, not. Yeah, I'd rather like go destroy something, right? Than create something. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Like, I would rather like. Go smash bottles and create something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like when I wake up pissed off, I. I mean, usually every day when before I go to work, I'll lift. But I mean, I like hitting the bag and stuff too. Like, that's the other thing. Like, uh, when I was when I was talking about the the fights I had up in Philly. Like, all the old-timers, like the old dudes that used to come to our gym. Because my my trainer was a popular dude. He fought for the middleweight, the world middleweight title against Nino Benvenuti back in the day. He was, Benvenuti was from Italy. And he was backed by the mafia and shit. That's the only reason that Doyle lost. And I'm and that is some true shit. They had real power back then. But like the fights that I had, like they would all all the old timers be like, "You just take too many punches, man. You take too many punches." Well, the reason I did that, like when I was a little kid. My dad, I'd be watching boxing with my dad, and he fucking hated 
Sugar Ray Leonard because he would dance around and run. Like, let's say, like, when Sugar Ray Leonard. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Like, like when uh, I remember uh, Sugar Ray Leonard was fighting Marvin Hagler, and Hagler just went straight forward. And Sugar Ray Le- and I loved Hagler. My dad loved Hagler. And Sugar Ray Leonard is just fucking backing up and dancing around and fucking showboating and shit. And my dad's fucking getting up off his chair like, Quit being a fucking pussy and fight! Right? So, yeah, I think that was imprinted in my brain. Like, if I back up, people are going to get mad at me. So, like, when I fought, I never backed up. Like, I took... I took an ass whooping for the ages in Punxsutawney. I fought this. I, I'm going to look it up. I fought this dude, Dan Harvesting. I'm going to, I'm not, I ain't got time to look it up. But he, uh, I want to say he was 17 and 0 with 17 knockouts. And like, I wasn't a heavyweight. I was like a light, I was a light heavyweight, which is 175, and then you got cruiserweight in between. I want to say this dude was probably like 195 pounds. I was about, I might have been 180. So I had, I remember I had to weigh in with my clothes on and shit, because if you're too far apart, the boxing commission will. And I was just trying to make money at that point. I mean, I already knew I wasn't going to get rich. So, you know, I'm I'm weighing in with my clothes on and shit in my pockets and all that. But that motherfucker, he put such an ass whooping on me. And I kept, I kept, of course, I kept getting up because that's the way I am. I went to work. All right. I'm getting ahead of myself. So, the doctor... I got knocked down like five, six, five, six times within the first two or three rounds, and then they stopped it. But I kept getting up, and I won't, I will never stay down. But um, so after the fight's over, the doctor's got to come look at you, and he's looking at me, and and my trainer is there, Doyle, and he goes, "You're Doyle Baird." He goes, "Oh yeah, I remember you," and they start bullshitting. Okay, so this fight in Punxsutawney was at a log cabin resort. The dude that owned it was like a millionaire. It was like some kind of birthday party. And they set up the ring at a pavilion. And all the log cabins looked the same. So the red corner was in one cabin. The blue corner was in another cabin. And a golf cart would come pick you up and take you to the pavilion. But there was a whole bunch of log cabins, not just two. So this dude put such an ass whooping on me. Doyle and the doctor started bullshitting. I just wandered off. And I forgot that I was supposed to take a golf cart back. And I'm walking through the fucking woods and shit. I got mud all over my fucking shoes. My, my boxing trunks got fucking ripped from pricker bushes and shit. And then I kept going to the wrong log cabins. And finally, I found the right log cabin. And I got in the shower. And I got the shower running on my head. And then it hit me like, oh, shit. I was supposed to wait for a golf cart. Mm 
And then Doyle finally found me. And uh, he's like, where'd you go? What happened? I said, oh, man, I was fucked up in the head. I said, I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, the next day I went to work. Or not the next day, probably two days later. I'm going to say it was on probably on a Saturday. So I went to work Monday. And the dudes I worked with was like, holy shit, dude. The side of your head is so fucking swelled up that your ear is crooked. <laughs> that dude put an ass whipping on me. And uh, that was definitely the worst ass whooping I ever took. And uh, I heard that he... Uh, Retired, undefeated, and went to, like, the Air Force or some shit. He was a young dude, yeah. So, I don't know what made me think of that, but. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been much of a fighter. I've always been more of a lover. (laughs) Ah, you fucking, yeah. Hey, that's what makes this show work, right? Yeah, a yin and a yang. The best of both worlds. But I don't know, like, for example, today was a great day of work. Um, actually, the last two days have been great days of work. I, I've i had, a, like, like um, people that I know or quote, consider friends, I guess, or acquaintances, like, pop in and, like, spend, like, 15, 20 minutes kind of like talking to me or like catching up or whatever. It's kind of cool. Um, I, I definitely appreciate that. Uh, like today I got uh, uh, a friend popped in and she bought me ice cream from Insomnia Cookies, which is next door. Oh, yeah. Yes, that was really cool. I don't get that every day. Kind I'd rather have, I'd rather have pizza. Dude, I, I eat so much pizza, it's crazy. <laughs> I yeah. love pizza. So, yeah. but, but yeah, kind of cool that, um, like, uh, actually, uh, it was her boyfriend who went and got me ice cream, and he said, you know, like, I appreciate everything you do for us. And I was like, thank you, you know, like, I didn't think you valued it that much. It's just pizza, you know what I mean? That's Wait a cool. minute. He was buying you ice cream because you give them pizza? I don't give them pizza. They come in and I give an experience. <laughs> I, I, know, I, I mean, I, I know her before she started dating him. Okay. He doesn't know that he's the side piece. All right. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. That's just a joke. Okay. That's just a joke. all right if you guys like this show would you please tell your friends give us give us good reviews and all that bullshit maybe julio will buy you some ice cream (laughs) hey did you know on uh on my butt pillow you know how you pray for me yeah, not to be a creep. Yeah. So I do. on the butt pillow, you can order like panties. <laughs> I tried some on it. <laughs> Man. 
I guess it's not working, is it? The prayers aren't working. I've had the best sleep of my life ever since. Okay. Uh, All right. So, if you you got any questions or comments, bitches, gripes, complaints, message us at uh, conspiracysoldiers at yahoo.com. Conspiracy Soldiers on Instagram. Conspiracy Soldiers on uh, Rumble. We haven't posted anything yet because we haven't figured out the fucking video. And there were Conspiracy Soldiers on YouTube. If it hasn't been pulled down yet. So, you got anything, Julio? No, I, I actually... Uh, kind of like an update from, my, from our... Uh, episode in january where that we had to delete um i actually got a compliment today at work from my boss about that he sees a difference in me and uh that really means a lot like i really i've I've had this issue for a long time you know and i never gave a fuck about it about any other job but for some reason i respect i respect him enough that i really felt really I felt something and uh, I've definitely been trying, you know, a little bit harder and uh, it felt really good to be recognized. Like it it really gave me a lot of hope and I know I'm not doing a good job right now because I'm drinking 40s, but I'm trying to go to bed so I can go to work. Podcasting is not a job. We're both drinking. It's a hobby. Yeah. But we do it for the people. We do it for the people. It, it, it's therapy, and I appreciate everybody that you know, like, offers something. Even if you hate, I still love you. I like the rage listeners. It, yeah, it's like a little ray of sunshine in my heart. <laughs> I want to hear more from them. I'm <laughs> right. Do that. Uh, I actually, I'm, I'm going to do that. Uh, conspiracy soldiers two or something like you said for Twitter. Soldado de conspiración. Yeah, I'll just do the Spanish version, guys. So just look that up. I'll set it up, you know, like by, you know, by the time this episode airs, and uh, I don't know. I'll just share more. Yep. All right. <clears throat> we appreciate everybody for listening. And if you want Julio to to come knock on your door, give us a good review, and I'll send him out there. Leave a little note with your address. <laughs> Right. I do have a visa. Yeah. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Oh yeah. And I and I I did fuck up on that solo episode where it cut out at the beginning and doubled at the end again. That was the second time it's done that. I'm getting too comfortable with this shit. You know, so I don't, I, I got to double check it from now on, and I will. Uh, I guess that was just a little reminder, like, you do have to check this shit, so. <laughs> All right. Hey, you noticed there was no there was no video lag in this episode with Not, your new tower? Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, you're right. It wasn't my, my shitty book, guy. It wasn't your ghetto internet? I guess nope. not. All right. 
It's my fault. I admitted that before, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, people. We'll see you next week. Conspiracy Soldiers is going dark. Be aware, Fox and his friends are not doctors or experts. Do not take these opinions as the gospel. Although they are highly intelligent, sexy, and influential, please think for yourself. I want to thank the girls over at Socially Toxic Podcast for that little disclaimer. Thank you.